Hi, this is David Stearman, and you're listening to my a podcast. Today I want to share a testimony. My ministry began way back in the 80s, first as a singing ministry, and then I began preaching. I still sing in all my meetings, as y'all know, but toward the end of that decade, I began to get a vision for missions. I really wanted to take the gospel to remote places, and we did a couple trips to Mexico, and then this opportunity opened up for me to be able to minister in the Amazon. The Amazon. Wow. It was everything I dreamed of. People who'd never heard the gospel. Wow. This was just, I was pumped. And so we took advantage of this opportunity. Some friends of ours from ORU were doing missions work down in the Iquitos area, which is at the headwaters of the Amazon River. I know I was just swooned by the romance of it all, but really in my heart also, it fulfilled that drive that God had put there for me to take the gospel into all the world. That's the thing that Jesus commanded us to do, you know, and that was what I was feeling very strongly and still do today. At any rate, we did the crusade there in a, a little native settlement called Padre Cocha, and Good things happened during those meetings. People got saved, and we laid hands on the sick, and God moved. But really, at least on a personal level, the biggest testimony that came out of that meeting was something that happened to me. Along about uh, the last day or so of our meetings there, I developed a pain in my abdomen. It was a strong pain. I mean, at first I thought maybe I'd eaten something bad, and honestly, we had gone to a place where there were a lot of diseases. We had to take a bunch of shots before we left, yellow fever shots, malaria shots, and so forth. By the way, that's one of the very few places in the world that is home to chloroquine-resistant malaria. In other words, if you get malaria there, the normal treatments won't work. Well, I didn't know what I had, but I knew it was under the blood of Jesus. First Peter 2.24 says, By his stripes we were healed, and I figured... If we were healed, then I am healed. And so I just spoke it over myself. I said, I am healed of this, whatever it is. I'm healed in Jesus' name. Still, the pain persisted. And so they took me to the little local missions hospital, uh, just a little clinic, really. And you know, this was a primitive place. As a matter of fact, I'll never forget the sign by the door as you entered that said, no spitting. Apparently, there's a lot of spitting down there. And the doctor there couldn't figure out what was wrong with me either. But fortunately, our flight was scheduled for the next day. And so I thought, wow, great. I'll be able to get back to the U.S. and see a doctor there and get this fixed, whatever it is. Because at that point, I really did know it was a doctor situation. I was definitely in some pretty severe pain. By that time, it was definitely not your run-of-the-mill tummy ache. We made the plane the next morning, but man, I was still in a lot of pain. And, uh, you know, you got to sit some. Uh, on an airplane. <laughs> and that's very difficult if you have severe abdominal pain. But I sat when I had to. Other times I got up and just walked around. To add to this, by then um, I was going to the bathroom a lot. So much it was ridiculous. And so that kind of kept me on my feet. On one of my many trips back to the bathroom, I started getting really dizzy. And, you know, maybe it was just the pain had been going on so long. Something I just passed out, keeled over. I woke up and looked up, and there were people standing all around me, some flight attendants, 
and notably a man dressed in a real nice suit. One of the flight attendants told me, just keep laying down there. Uh, this man is a medical doctor from Lima, and he wants to examine you. And he examined me. And I don't remember everything he did. He poked and prodded and looked at everything in my eyes, everything, you know. And he kept pushing around parts of my stomach, and um, some of it hurt quite a bit. And after a few moments, he stood up and said in Spanish to the flight attendant, Esta apendicitas. That's appendicitis. Well, I've been repeating the words, by his stripes I'm healed, uh, really over and over that day, and I just quietly said that again to myself. There is power in the Word of God, you know, power to change things. And Jesus gave us the authority to use his Word. And when we say what God says, it makes a difference, as indeed it ultimately did in my situation. But by now, the whole mood of the situation on the plane had changed. Things got serious. They took me up and put me in a seat in first class because those seats can be fully reclined to become a stretcher. At this time, the doctor left to go to the cockpit to talk to the pilots, and the flight attendant brought me a glass of water and a couple pills. All I remember was there was a little one and a big one. Don't know what they were. She said they would be good for this type of pain, and so I took them. They did help some with the pain, but the main thing I remember about them was that they made me really high. My inhibitions, what few I have, were gone, and I was saying out loud, by his stripes I'm healed, like I don't care what anybody else thought about it, I just wanted to say it. A few minutes later, I was told that the plane had received clearance to be rushed into Miami-Dade Airport. Apparently, the flight would have normally taken about four more hours, but they turned that thing around and that pilot must have put on the afterburners because we landed at Miami-Dade Airport an hour and a half later. Now, you have to remember that I was a little bit high, and so this was all getting to be kind of fun for me, even though I was in pain. And I, I remember hearing the sirens. They stopped the plane right on the runway. They didn't pull into the bay the way you normally do. They just stopped. And I could hear the ambulance coming. The ambulance came, and they swung open the door and strapped me onto a gurney, and they lifted me and carried me out and put me in this ambulance and rushed me off to the hospital. And at the hospital, the new doctor examined me and said, yeah, we're going to have to operate. Have you taken any medications recently? And I said, yeah. I mean, like an hour and a half ago, I took some pills. Yes, what kind of pills? And I said, I have no idea. The flight attendant gave them to me. There was a little one and a big one. He sent someone to go get in contact with the airline, see if they could talk to the flight attendant and see what I was given, and then turned to me and said, we can't operate on you until we find out what you've taken and probably until it's worn off. So we'll just have to wait. I'll be back to check on you in a half hour. And in a half hour, he came back and said, we have not been able to find out anything from the airlines. Uh, so we're just going to have to wait until the effects of these drugs wear off. And he begins to push on my abdomen again, you know, uh, and, and said, does that hurt? And I said, no, doesn't hurt. So he said, well, I'll be back to check in another half hour because the pain will eventually return. And he did this over and over. He kept coming back every half hour on the half hour and he kept checking me and nothing had worn off because there was no pain each and every time. And then I got this thought, maybe I'm healed now. Maybe 1 Peter 2.24 has manifested in my body. Maybe I'm well. 
And I quietly said to myself, yeah, I believe it. By his stripes, I'm healed. And let me make a point here. This is not like some magic chant, you know? This is just me agreeing with God's word. The scripture says, agree with God and be at peace. Uh, more literally translated, when you agree with God, you'll be made whole. And that's all I was doing, agreeing with God. Well, after four hours of waiting, the doctor finally came back and said, where are you staying right now? And those who were with me explained where we were staying. And evidently it was only, you know, like a mile and a half from the hospital. So the doctor said, go ahead and go there and try to get a little rest. And he said, the pain's gonna come back. With this, it always comes back. And as soon as it does, don't wait for it to get bad. Come immediately to the hospital. We'll perform the operation. And so they took me to a missions base. Gave Diane a nice room and I was so tired. I was wasted from all of this. And again, I was not feeling pain at this time. So I just went to sleep. But I didn't wake up in pain a few hours later. I woke up at like 9.30 the next morning and I was feeling great. And I could smell food coming from another room and it smelled good. Diane was standing in the corner of the room and she saw my eyes open, I guess, and said, how are you doing? And I was like, I feel pretty good. Pushed on my stomach a little, I did. And there was no pain. And I told her, I'm hungry. So I got up and we went into the dining area and I ate this big breakfast and it was so good and the pain didn't return and the pain never returned. And that was like 1991. And this is a real miracle because appendicitis doesn't have remissions. Once it starts, if the appendix is not taken out, the appendix eventually ruptures. This disease, it doesn't just go away, but Jesus is a healer. And because of that, the pain never ever came back by his stripes, I was healed. Y'all, God does still heal diseases. And I would never say you shouldn't get an operation if you need one. As a matter of fact, six or seven years ago, I had a hernia operation bulge developed on my abdomen, you know. And this is a curious and little addendum appendix <laughs> to our story. The doctor said that when he opened me up, this little bag came out with my appendix in it. That was the way he described it. And he told my wife, he said, nothing like this has ever happened to me before. But my appendix was in it. And it was almost like one of those little God wink things, you know, like God said, see, I kept your appendix and here it is. All healed and now finally properly extracted. It's just a funny thing to me. But yeah, Jesus still heals today because he's good, because he loves us. He heals, he rescues, he helps, he supplies all our needs according to his riches and glory, because that's just who God is. He's a God of love, and he's also a God of miracles. Hey, if you enjoy our podcast, please subscribe. Whatever you're on, iPhone, Google Play, whatever, 
just hit that subscribe button so I can give you an encouraging word and upward every week. And they're short, 15 minutes max, perfect for when you're driving somewhere. Also, if you'd like to give, most of you know we're a missionary ministry and go just about everywhere. You can do that at davidsermonministries.org or easier yet, just via PayPal. Type in David Sermon Ministries. And thanks so much for listening. We love you. God bless you.